LinkedIn is a great place to make professional connections. Unfortunately, so many people are doing it wrong. What about you? Could your LinkedIn profile use a little bit of a refresh? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I want to talk to you about shaping up your LinkedIn profile. Our guest, Tara Fitness, is a digital marketer specializing in email marketing and LinkedIn lead generation for B2B brands. She is currently studying for a Master's of Communication at Deakin University in Melbourne, Australia, and she's recently launched a digital marketing agency. Tara, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Tara, I am so excited to talk about LinkedIn because especially recently, I think as as more people are, are working from home and they can't get out and physically network, they're doing more on LinkedIn. And unfortunately, I think a lot of them are doing it wrong. Absolutely. They, uh, unfortunately, they really are. And, and there's some really quick, uh, some quick tips that you can take on board, make a couple of changes and really elevate your LinkedIn profile compared to most other profiles on the network. Okay, so let's dive in. What do you think are the three most important features in someone's LinkedIn profile and why? So the most important thing on a LinkedIn profile is the profile picture. So remember, LinkedIn is not, it's not Facebook. It's not Instagram. It's not something where you can put a picture where you're out partying or you put a picture of your your favorite car. What you want on LinkedIn is a quality headshot, quality photo of you smiling, something that shows that you're a real person. That's really important because on LinkedIn, people want to connect with other people and having a quality profile picture is going to show them that that you're a real person, you exist, and, and you're welcome to have conversations with people. So that's the first part. I totally agree with you that the LinkedIn picture is important is a professional photo shows a certain amount of respect for the other people on the platform, just like you would if you were going to a networking event. You wouldn't show up in floppy sandals and a beat up t-shirt. Absolutely. That's exactly right. And it just, it shows that you're there to do business or, mm-hmm. or on, on the flip side, that you're there to get a job because really they're the two things that, that you're looking to do on LinkedIn. You're not looking to just like maybe make a few friends or have a chat about your weekends. And now I'm not saying that you can't do those things on LinkedIn, but ultimately you need to remember your, your main goal. And they are generally to get more business or to get a job or to, or to hire staff. So mm-hmm. you, you need to, you need to present well, present like you, you're going to an interview. Absolutely. Okay. So the picture is number one. What are the two other things that you think are really important? So number two is your headline. So basically your headline tells people what you're looking to achieve on the platform. So if you're looking to generate leads with your LinkedIn profile, your headline should identify your target audience and state how you can help them. Now, this is, this is one of the biggest mistakes people make on LinkedIn because the headline is prime real estate. It's almost like what sits above the fold on your website. This is where you, yeah, this is where you can tell people exactly what you want to do and exactly how you can help them. Now, most people make the mistake of just writing their job description. So even if they, they run a a business, they might write, uh, I'm the, I'm the CEO. And 
I mean, that's that's okay, but really you're wasting that bit of real estate because remember when you scroll down a little bit further and you've got your current job, you have your job title there. So if you're a CEO, a COO, a founder, whatever your job title is, you have that listed there and that's still going to come up in, in search results. So that's what that gives you the opportunity to use that headline to say something more. So really set yourself apart because I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily go to LinkedIn looking for a CEO or somebody who has an MBA. I go looking for someone who has a certain kind of expertise. Absolutely. You go looking for someone who can help you with whatever it is that you're looking to achieve right now. And I, I can't tell. Like, I mean, for example, my my job title is chief operations officer of a digital marketing agency. That could be anything. Like you, you don't, you don't necessarily know. Like I know a, a quite a few different chief operations officers or, or people in those positions within digital marketing agencies, and they all have very different skills. Whereas if I write something along the lines of, uh, like you said in the beginning, I help people in the business to business space generate leads and build email marketing systems. So it really defines who who you are and and how you can help people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've got the picture, we've got that headline. What else is important? So number three, I think this might be a little bit controversial because I think most people would say it's either the banner image or your current role. But personally, I think it's the about section and many people don't use it the right way. So when you go and have a look at at the about sections, I mean, firstly, a lot of people don't use it at all, which is a major mistake. But then the people who do use it, I guarantee 90% of the ones that you open, 90% of the profiles, they will start with I. And now go go and have a look at your profile now. And if it starts with I, you need to fix it. Because when you're reading through someone's LinkedIn profile, yes, it's important to talk about what you do, but try and put yourself in the in the place of someone who is looking for your service, who is looking for your support. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily care about what you have, what you've done. They care about what you can do for them. So that's the way that I start all of my all of my about pages. I write them like a mini sales letter. That's mm-hmm. how I use the about section. And if you're doing that, then you're really using that about section to your advantage. So I don't know that I start with the word I, but I don't know that, that mine is as good a sales letter as it should be. So I guess I've got some homework. Absolutely. Yeah, I think. And that, that's probably just the uh, the easiest trick to go and have a look. And, and if it starts with I or anything like that, think about switching it around and just writing it from the perspective of how I can help you. And you can still say the same things. You, you can talk about your experience. I'm not saying don't talk about who you are and what you've done and what you can achieve, but I am saying change the change the tense, change the perspective to talking about the person who's reading it, not about yourself. You know, it's so funny because I pound that into the head of every one of my web clients and I never <laughs> thought about how important it was to do that on LinkedIn as well. It really is. And and that's that's exactly right. Like if you take that strategy that you use with your website and use it in the about section, then you're winning. Absolutely. This is all fabulous information. But before I let you go, I want to be sure that we kind of go beyond optimizing the profile. You've got your profile optimized. Now what? So there's three key points that you need to take away 
once you've once you've updated your profile, first thing is you need to engage on the feed. So this doesn't mean that you have to be posting tons of content. All you need to do is jump on, maybe it's for 10, 15 minutes a day, or even like once a week for an hour, and just scroll through your feed and engage. Make some comments, like a few posts, start some conversations with the people on the feed. So that's the first point. The second thing is seek out new connections and start conversations. So while you're engaging on the feed, anyone who writes something great, send them a connection request. But when you do it, send them a message saying, hi, John, I saw you on Mary's post. Great comment. Would you like to connect? So that gives you the opportunity to first gain a new connection and second, start a conversation with that person. And that's going to continue building your network. So those two kind of go hand in hand. But the third thing is, is slightly different. And this is very important in terms of if you are work, if, if you're running your own business or if you're providing products or services to other people, what you want to be doing is actively pursuing recommendations and endorsements. Mm-hmm. So if you scroll down, you, you may not even have seen it on your profile, but there is a section for skills and endorsements and recommendations. When you work with people, ask them to go and write you a recommendation because that's that thing there will really make you stand out on the platform. I mean, even myself, I don't have many recommendations on LinkedIn right now. I will admit I haven't been actively pursuing those recommendations, so I need to take some of my own advice. But I would definitely look to do that because then you're consistently building your brand and you're building your reputation on LinkedIn. That is a fabulous suggestion. Tara, this has been exceptional. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me today. Happy to be here. I'm going to encourage everyone when they're done listening, you really should hop over to tarafitness.com.au and learn a little bit more about Tara and about her company, 27 Letters. And I'm guessing they should also look for you on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Send me a connection request. I would be happy to accept. Awesome. Thank you again. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to look for more resources in our digital toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. And look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.